Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 12th of April. And on this day in Christian history, we're going to be looking at the theme of diabetes. We go back to the year 1927, and we remember the death of the Italian doctor, Giuseppe Muscati. A medical practitioner, scientific researcher, particularly in the fields of diabetes, and a university professor, he became locally famous as an outstanding doctor and carer, and internationally famous for his pioneering work in biochemistry. As a consequence of his mother's death after suffering from diabetes, he became one of the first doctors to experiment with insulin in his treatment of the disease. Pope John Paul II declared him to be a saint in 1987, the first modern doctor to be declared a saint. He is also considered to be a pioneer of modern endocrinology, the branch of medicine that looks at disease related to hormones. And in 1923, he established an association with the first foreign business companies that had started experimental production of insulin. Giuseppe Muscati was born in Benevento in 1880 in southern Italy. A marble statue has since been erected in Benevento's cathedral. However, as a young man, Immediately upon receiving his medical degree, he moved to Naples and would spend much of the rest of his life in the city. After training, Muscati joined the staff of the Ospedali degli Incurabili, eventually becoming an administrator of the hospital. During this time, he conducted medical research whilst he was not performing his duties at the hospital. And he started to establish his reputation as an exceptional medic when he won recognition for his actions in the aftermath of the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. One of the hospitals for which he was responsible, at Torre del Greco, was located only a few miles from the volcano's crater. Many of its patients were elderly, and some were paralytics as well. Dr. Moscati oversaw the evacuation of the building, getting them all out just before the roof collapsed due to ash. He sent a letter to the general director of the Neapolitan Hospital Service, insisting on thanking those who helped in the evacuation, yet not mentioning his own name. When cholera broke out in Naples in 1911, he was given the responsibility by the civic government with performing public health inspections and researching both the origins of the disease and the best ways to eradicate it. This he did quickly, presenting his suggestions to city officials. And besides his work as a researcher and as a doctor, Muscati was responsible for overseeing the local Institute of Anatomical Pathology. In the Institute's autopsy room, 
He placed a crucifix inscribed with chapter 13 verse 14 of the book of Hosea. Ir mors tua, o mors. O death, I will be thy death. Dr. Moscati's faith underpinned his professional career in a crucial way. During his summers in Avellino as a boy, he would see his father serve at the altar in the local chapel of the poor Clares whenever they attended Mass. After receiving the sacrament of confirmation as a young man, he met Caterina Volpicelli, who would become his most important spiritual guide later in life. She belonged to a famous Neapolitan aristocratic family, and she would be declared a saint 22 years later than Dr. Muscati. The doctor took private vows of chastity and also a vow to practice charity in his daily work. He understood his practice of medical science as a way of alleviating suffering rather than a way of making profits, which made him popular amongst the poor, and he was known for retiring regularly for prayer. He attended daily Mass and would sometimes use a patient's faith as well as the sacraments in his treatments. This now would be considered a sophisticated and holistic approach to healing in some quarters. However, in mainstream professional medicine, in more multicultural and secular countries, this would often be judged to be invasive and exploitative. Dr. Muscotti refused to charge the poor for their treatment, and he was known sometimes to send a patient home with a prescription and a 50 lira note in an envelope. Before his death, his reputation amongst the local people of being a miracle worker was slowly growing. Some suggested that he could accurately diagnose and prescribe any patient merely by hearing a list of their symptoms, and that he was responsible for many improbable, or even in some cases impossible, cures. His method of diagnosis, his intuitive method of diagnosis, has echoes of an interesting mystical phenomenon in some of the desert fathers of the early church. This has been described as cardionosis, knowledge of the heart, and seems to be a profound ability to understand what was often hidden through a special ability to listen and to be present to someone else. Reports of his good works continued well after his death, with further reports that he had interceded in impossible cases. He was canonised on the 25th of October 1987 by Pope John Paul II. His canonisation miracle involved the case of a young iron worker dying of leukaemia. The young man's mother dreamt of a doctor wearing a white coat whom she identified as Muscati when she was shown a photograph. Not long after this, her son went into remission and returned to work. 
That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you've got time. And join us tomorrow if you can, as we look at the first papal visit to a synagogue. If you want to visit the blog or commission a podcast for your own organisation, visit the website for more information at www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.